0: Hi, Royals fans, this is JJ Piccolo. The University of Kansas Health System is the official health care provider of the Kansas City Royals. Get
1: the major league care you deserve at slash Royals. May not have the complete historical records of every vehicle. Wireless headphones. That'll be $200. I'll
2: use my Capital One Quicksilver card. Now that's a hit. You used the Capital One Quicksilver card, which makes you the hero of every purchase. With Quicksilver, you earn unlimited 1.5% cash back on every purchase, everywhere.
3: I wanted running music, but unlimited 1.5% cash back is pretty heroic.
2: Good instincts. Every hero needs a theme song. The Capital One Quicksilver Card. What's in your world?
4: Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Paid for by Bar Justice. Attention. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months? The FDA has warned that Zantac and other medications containing heartburn drug, ranitidine may be contaminated with cancer-causing agent NDMA. Zantac may be linked to these cancers, bladder, colorectal, esophageal, intestinal, kidney, liver, ovarian, pancreatic, stomach, testicular, and uterine. If you or a loved one have been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months, call now. 800-516-9931. Never stop taking medication without first consulting a physician. Call right now for a free consultation. You may be owed significant compensation. Call 800-516-9931. 800-516-9931. That's 800-516-9931. 800-516-9931.
5: Every day, more sports fans are finding Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita 92.3. You can listen to the latest local sports right here. And now, you can share your thoughts with us 24-7. Just text 316-247-0923. Want to share your thoughts with the Shane Dennis Show or the Pulse with me, Pat Stropman? Put the new text line in your phone right now. Three one six two four seven zero nine two three. Hey, hey the with hey,
3: yeah, yeah. Hey,
0: All right, welcome back. Hour number two. Shane did show here on Thursday. A little baseball talk with Jamie Bluma coming up here in a little bit. Looking ahead to tomorrow, of course, story of the week. We've got college baseball to talk about. Quite a bit of it. With Wichita State opening. Well, everybody opening up tomorrow. But Wichita State opening up a series at Long Beach State. Uh, Pat will be out at Rainier Arms Firearms Academy. That's tomorrow from 2 to 4. So keep that in mind. Derek Young will join, talk a little K-State basketball and the stretch run for Jerome Tang and the Wildcats. So good friend of the show. Derek Young will join us in second hour tomorrow. Talk about Iowa State and K-State coming up this weekend. Right now, we got some headlines for you. And this came across the wire. Oh, it's probably been a couple of weeks now. Um, but, and I can't remember if I brought it up or not, to be perfectly frank, but Diamond Sports Group, which owns and operates 19 regional sports networks, missed a $140 million interest payment, setting the stage for a possible bankruptcy filing next month. There was some talk about this a while ago but the missed payment uh occurred or the payment didn't occur uh yesterday so that uh, has made all this stuff really real uh the sports networks branded Bally Sports and that might be uh having you nod your head a little more than Diamond Sports Group but this uh the sports networks Bally Sports own local broadcast rights for 42 teams across three leagues, meaning they televise roughly a third of all games in those leagues. Diamond Sports owns those teams, uh, owes those teams, I'm sorry, owes those teams about $2 billion in rights fees this year. A bankruptcy filing could quote, "Throw games into TV limbo unquote, this is according to New York Times, and mark the beginning of the end for the RSN business model, regional sports networks. There are 16 NBA teams impacted, including the Oklahoma City Thunder. you if, uh, fans in Wichita know that, Valley Sports Midwest, airing the Thunder games, 12 teams in the NHL, including the Stars and the Blues close to home, and of course, the Royals among 14 teams in Major League Baseball, Valley Sports dealing with Angels, Braves, Brewers, Cardinals, Diamondbacks, Guardians, Marlins, Padres, Rangers, Rays, Reds, Tigers, and Twins, besides our beloved Royals. Now, Rob Manfred said last month, when this all came kind of bubbling to the surface, that the league is prepared to broadcast games on its own if Diamond Sports is unable or unwilling to do so. Manfred said, quote, I think you should assume that if Diamond doesn't broadcast, we'll be in a position to step in. Our goal would be to make games available not only within the traditional cable bundle, but on the digital side as well. Asked whether $1 billion or $2 billion was at stake. Manfred said, quote, closer with the first number than the second. Not that that's any real big deal, honestly. So it'll be interesting to see what happens moving forward with Diamond Sports slash Valley Sports and how it will affect not only the Royals, but 13 other big league teams and 28 other franchises from the NBA and the NHL. So A lot of that stuff is above our pay grade when it comes to broadcasting rights and money and Things like that. All, all we know is what we care about, what we watch, and if it goes away, we're pissed. Um, but honestly, though, Valley Sports hasn't exactly had a bang-up run even when they were operating uh, All Systems Go. There have been plenty of complaints uh, across cable lines from fans getting Cardinals games instead of Royals games or getting I know on a couple of occasions Royals games cut off at the end because it was a certain time of day or night and another program cranked up. So it certainly wasn't like uh, Fox Sports Midwest or Fox Sports Kansas City, I suppose, uh, in carrying the Royals. Uh, how do you
6: consume the Royals, Jack? Unfortunately, it was through Bally Sports, and if they don't give it to me on YouTube TV, Looks like I'll be spending a lot of times at bars (laughs) watching every single game (laughs) because I'm not missing a single pitch of Royals baseball this year. Uh, They got to figure out something though because that is one of the biggest problems with baseball because they also have blackout restrictions. Freaking
0: travesty! If if oh, Uh, I I, (laughs) my god, that's forty. What did I say? Forty two teams across three sports that are affected by this. That that cannot happen. It cannot
6: pass. For some reason, Major League Baseball wants to alienate its fans that are trying to watch their team, spend just money to watch
0: their team. Just yeah, just I want know. to watch their
6: team just spend money. Like you have blackout restrictions if you live in Kansas or Missouri to watch the Royals. Like you yeah. have people that are willing to pay subscriptions to watch their team play, yet there's blackout restrictions. And then you have Bally Sports, which was arguably the worst streaming service I've ever used in my entire life. They would cut away to, you know, Betty Crocker cooking channels in the middle of the ninth <laughs> inning because that was just their programming. And yep. now they're going bankrupt. Shocker. I cannot believe Bally Sports is filing for bankruptcy. But then YouTube TV, there's no agreement there. That's my main source of streaming where it would be so simple to just watch the Chiefs. I can watch NFL. I can watch CBS Fox on YouTube TV. You just... What I really care about is being able to go home, turn on the TV, and there's no hard way to watch the Royals. And there yeah. has to be some fix, to this, some solution, because if you want to grow the game, you can't push out fans. You can't keep fans away. You always wonder why they can't promote the sport, because people can't watch the sport.
0: And don't you find it funny, and not really funny, haha, that Rob Manfred comes in and says, no, we'll save the day.
6: Yeah, I believe everyone. Oh, that Oh, really? Says. It's that easy, huh? <laughs> yeah.
0: No way. No way. No way. It's that e- No, no. If, if worse comes to worse, quote, you should assume that if Diamond does a broadcast, we'll be in a position to step in. Our goal would be make the games available not only within the traditional cable bundle, but on the digital side as well. Unquote. That was Rob Manfred. So only when the place is burning down will we ease your burden And let you watch your baseball, which is all you wanted to do to start with. All right. uh, Elsewhere in some headlines. A Texas prosecutor has dismissed the felony domestic violence case against former Longhorns basketball coach Chris Beard. Who was arrested on December 12th and fired a few weeks later. Travis County District Attorney Jose Garza said that after a review of the evidence and the wishes of Randy True, Beard's fiance, his office determined the charge of assault by strangulation slash suffocation family violence could not be proved beyond a reasonable doubt. True called 911 on the date in question, told officers Beard strangled, hit, and bit her during a confrontation in his home. She later said Beard acted in self-defense and that she never wanted him prosecuted. Beard's attorney, Perry Minton, said, Everyone knows that Coach Beard has maintained his absolute innocence since the moment he was arrested. Additionally, this district attorney has a well-earned reputation for being very tough regarding domestic violence cases the fact that Mr. Garza's review resulted in this determination so quickly says a lot, we are very pleased, Garza defended his office's record of pursuing domestic violence cases, noting it has secured more than 1,000 convictions in family violence cases in just the last two years, with more than 200 people going to prison. According to the Police affidavit in support of Beard's arrest, True, the female, initially told officers he strangled her from behind to the point where she couldn't breathe for several seconds. The affidavit list listed several visible signs of an altercation, including bite marks on her arm and abrasions on her face and leg. Sometimes I don't understand how the law works, I guess, but... Beard had five years left on a seven-year guaranteed contract that included a provision saying he could be fired for cause if he was charged with a felony or committed another behavior unbecoming of his position or that reflected poorly on the university. Jim Davis, the university's vice president of legal affairs, wrote a letter to Beard's attorney on the day the coach was fired that Beard engaged in unacceptable behavior. Whether Beard ultimately faces face charges would not determine whether Beard engaged in conduct unbecoming of the school, Davis wrote. They've been led by Rodney Terry since December 12th. And by the way, they're ranked sixth in the latest AP poll and share first place in the Big 12. Michael Jordan is celebrating his 60th birthday tomorrow. Spoiler Jack. I'm old, Jack's young. Um, By making a $10 million donation to Make-A-Wish, the largest donation the organization has ever received from any individual. Sunday's South Carolina LSU women's basketball game drew 1.5 million viewers on ESPN, making it the most watched regular season women's college hoop game in 13 years. Turns out the afternoon before the Super Bowl is a good time slot. And you remember Travis Pastrana? He kind of made his name as a how? Oh, what do you call that, Jack? It's on ESPNU, the Ocho, not X Games. Yeah.
6: Hey, X Games. Yeah.
0: X Games guy, motocross dude. Well, you're what he's up to now? No idea. He wants to race in the Daytona 500. Oh, good for him. His next trick will be qualifying and racing in the Great American Race. He's 39, and he's one of six drivers in Daytona Beach this week vying for four spots open in the Daytona 500. He qualified via time trials on Wednesday... Alongside Jimmy Johnson, who apparently can't stay away. Jimmy Johnson, of course, NASCAR legend, spent the last two seasons at IndyCar. Pastrana worked out a deal with Michael Jordan's racing team, and will be the team's third car on Sunday. Told the Washington Post, Pastrana did, Quote, this is my one shot. Even if we don't qualify, for me to not even attempt to be part of the Daytona 500 would have just gnawed at me for the rest of my life. Unquote. So, Travis Pastrana, extreme sports dude, going to try to turn a few laps at Daytona. And the XFL and USFL have adopted a new fumble rule. Which frankly, I, I think I agree with. And one of the few times that I think I agree with Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk. But anyway, the USFL and the XFL will adopt a new rule for fumbles that exit, that uh, exit the end zone. In the NFL, if fumble in the field of play exits the end zone, either the back or the side, it's ruled a turnover and a touchback. The XFL slash USFL rule is if a fumble in the field of play exits the end zone, possession reverts to the offense at the spot of the fumble. Other XFL rules, changes, if you're into that, include universal challenges. Coaches can challenge any play. And the option to convert on a fourth and 15 instead of an onside kick to retain possession. I bring it up because the XFL... Starts Saturday, and the USFL begins April 15th. Any word, Jack, on exactly how many people made their way to the parade the other day?
6: I saw on Twitter last night, I remember it was early this morning, that there was upwards of one million people downtown. No surprise. Uh, And golf. Tiger Woods returns today at the Genesis
0: Invitational. It is underway already, but he won't tee off until uh, 2.04 this afternoon. He's kind of the host. Uh, He hands out the hardware at the end, and he was in the Los Angeles area for the event two years ago when he crashed his car and suffered major leg injuries. So being in California for this thing a couple of years ago was the backdrop for his... Near death experience. He'll tee off alongside Rory McElroy and Justin Thomas, two of his best friends at 204. Uh, stuff to watch tonight. Bucks and Bulls, 630 TNT, followed by the Clippers and the Suns. You puckheads, Devils and Blues at eight o'clock on ESPN. Number three, Purdue and Maryland. 530 on Big Ten Network. Utah, number eight, Arizona on the Pac-12 Network. Stanford, UCLA, late night on ESPN2. And a reminder, shocker basketball fans, I know you know this, uh, 6 o'clock tonight, WSU and Temple on ESPN+. And finally, little fun fact on the Super Bowls, now that we are clear of Super Bowl 57. The first 31 Super Bowls, only six times did they have a fourth quarter lead change. Six of the last seven Super Bowls have had a fourth quarter lead change. So apparently the Super Bowls are getting more exciting over the last seven years. 122 when we come back. We'll talk to Jamie Bluma like we do every Thursday, the former Royal. Get his thoughts on Ned, College Baseball Hall of Fame, College Baseball Opening Weekend, and what he thinks of Fran Reyes making the club out of spring training down in Surprise. Jamie Bluma with some baseball talk coming up next, 123.
7: The Shane Dennis Show will be right back on ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. What do people with blindness or low vision need to live to the fullest? Just ask them. It's skill development, scientific breakthroughs, knowledge-based jobs, and the same opportunities as everyone else. When you give to Envision, whether it be your time, donations, or your engagement, you make it all possible. That's because at Envision, they don't focus on the disability. They value the ability. They choose not to envision a world without sight, but to envision a world where people who are blind or visually impaired are empowered
2: to reach their full potential. Learn more at EnvisionUS.com. When it comes to making plans for next year, it's time to think new for 22. Take advantage of the season's best pricing on model year 2022, Case IH equipment from CanEquip. Choose from Case IH seeders, tillage tools, and more. Plus five years of an AFS Connect subscription with purchase on select equipment. Visit CanEquip in Wichita and Hutchinson, your Case IH Red Zone sponsor.
5: With,
3: with you. According to a new national survey, most people prefer to stay in their homes as they age. In order to do so, and as their health care needs change, many will need at-home health care options to keep them healthy and keep them at home. Yet most adults age 50 and older have not considered the type of care they may need that would enable them to age at home. Now is the time to research the care you want while you're in good health. First, research the home care options available in your community. There may be government programs that can help, including PACE and Life state-based Medicare programs. Talk to your family about your wishes and where you'd like to receive care. Keep talking with your doctor about your health and consider the finances of long-term care and the assistance programs available. Keeping seniors at home is a win-win for patients, doctors, and health care facilities. Receiving care at home has proven to result in a better quality of life and better health outcomes. This survey and message are sponsored by Cross-Country Workforce Solutions Group, the nation's leading provider of in-home clinical and non-clinical care for aging seniors.
1: Attention! This is a special alert for all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an overpriced auto warranty or no warranty coverage at all. Due to the increase of new and used car prices, repair costs, and the price of gas, People are keeping their cars longer than ever, which is why CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on covered auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can save thousands for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. You could save thousands on future auto repairs. Our specialists are standing by for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-760-8196. Vehicle protection plan pricing is at an all-time low. Plus, drivers who purchase this coverage today will receive rental car options, free roadside assistance, and free towing. Call 800-760-8196 now for your free quick quote. That's 800-760-8196. What do you have to lose? Call 800-760-8196. Again, 800-760-8196.
0: Welcome back. 126 here on a Thursday. Shane Dennis' show continues. And that music can mean only one thing. Former Royal Jamie Bluma joining us for a little baseball talk. And I hate to bring you down, James, but a little bit of sobering uh, breaking news. Tim McCarver at 81 has checked out.
8: I just saw that. You know I didn't realize he I didn't realize he played twenty one years,
0: yes, he played over four decades uh fifties sixties seventies, and eighties as it turned out and did you know his uh well he had a lot of famous quotes, but had you heard the famous one about him and Steve Carlton that he made many, many years ago? I have not they were uh Philly's teammates once upon a time um and actually Cardinal's teammates as well, but he said when I die. Uh, Steve Carlton and I are going to be uh, buried 60 feet, six inches apart. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty is good. It, is it fair or unfair that a lot of our um, recollections of Tim McCarver will be his uh, exchange with Dion Sanders? and Deion Sanders dumping the bucket of water over McCarver's head, and they kind of didn't like each other. He he was, uh, he was a guy that gave zero Fs, if you know what I mean. Tim McCarver, it didn't seem like. And he didn't care uh, necessarily what people thought of him because he was going to tell you what he thought. And I guess as much as anything, that was refreshing.
8: Well, and I, I know from listening to him for as many years as I did, I mean, he wasn't afraid to just throw it out there that a guy had a no-hitter. You know, and and be the guy that maybe jinx it. I mean, uh, something like that. So that that's kind of funny. So I'll I'll actually use that line uh, on some people when they uh, when I feel like they've jinxed something. I'll, I'll call them Tim McCarver. Tim, so,
0: Tim McCarver. Yeah.
8: Uh, yep. 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 Yep.
0: So, he was. Uh,
8: uh,
0: he was something. Yeah. Yeah. He has died at the age of eighty-one. So I didn't mean to spring that on you, but uh, a little bit of breaking news when it comes to baseball. Um, Speaking of former players of uh, a lot um, lesser success, but nonetheless, as a manager, he's going into the Royals Hall of Fame. Ned Yost, who is much maligned in his time in Kansas City for, I would say, most of his tenure, but those two years um, kind of uh, echo the, the saying that flags fly forever, and old Ned hung two of them. And if you go to two World Series in the Royals organization, you're probably going to the Hall of Fame, aren't you?
8: You know, and I talked about this, maybe not on this show, but about the wild card game in 2014. The irony of uh, Ned Yost going into the Hall of Fame is if he lost that wild card game, I'm guessing he probably would have gotten fired. Jack Um, and I talked about that
0: very thing earlier today. Yes, we agree.
8: Yeah, and to turn around and. And, you know, win that game and then obviously get all the way to game 7 and 14 and then turn around and win it in 15. I mean, what a what a change of events uh, one game can have in a, in a person's career. So, uh, you know, just like Dayton Moore, I mean, Dayton will always be remembered for bringing a, a championship back here to Kansas City. And maybe the team struggled a lot other than those two or three years. But uh, that being said, congratulations uh, to Ned yeah, it's One thing I always liked about Ned, and it's, and you know it, is he was a player's guy. Uh, he stuck up for his guys to the bitter end, um, and yep. uh, guys loved him. For that sometimes maybe too much from from our standpoint looking looking at it, but and that's what you want when you're playing. Uh, and he was certainly a player's manager for sure.
0: We were looking back through this when we were talking about him in uh, the second segment. Jack and I were, and would it surprise you to know that Ned Yost pretty much lapped the field when it comes to former Royals managers? Anybody that stays five years as a Royals manager is probably right there, right behind Ned Yost as far as games managed. Dick Hauser didn't make it five years. Jim Fry didn't. Well, Whitey, uh, Whitey Herzog didn't. John Wathan didn't. Uh, Hal McRae didn't. Certainly Hillman, Muser, Bell, and Matheny didn't. I mean, if you make it six or 700 games with the Royals as a skipper, you're a fossil. It was startling to look back and see how few people stuck around anywhere even close into the the vicinity of Ned Yost. Well,
8: I mean, unfortunately, that just because we we haven't put a contender out there year after year. You know, when you have a, a team that's good all the time, tendency is the manager is going to stick around. You know, um, and so that I mean that's that would have been Ned's fate too if it weren't for winning that wild card game. Unfortunately. Um, I mean, how many years had he been in when 2014 rolled around, and to be able to get three more in after that—about
0: four or five—so became... he would have been right in line with everybody else.
8: <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. So, and speaking of John Wathan, I saw John Wathan last night uh, to give you guys a little bit of an update on the uh, search for the uh, the the plot to get the Hall of Fame to the College Baseball Hall of Fame to the Prairie Fire Museum. We actually yeah. had a. Uh, meeting last night and a little cocktail party and dinner with two of the members of the college baseball foundation uh in craig ramsey and rick greenspan uh were in town one from connecticut one from atlanta uh to go through and they they were able to see the museum and see the space and and have a big meeting and we had a a good get together with uh john waffen came actually joe carter Joe Carter was there last night with us for the, for the entire evening. Uh, Bob Kendrick from the Negro Leagues Museum, Oh uh, the mayor of Overland Park, uh, our crew with the visit OP, Warren Wilkinson and Eric Olson, myself, um, just went well. So, uh, next, next we'll, we'll see what they have, see what they liked and, and, you know, find out what happens with other, you know, who else is in the mix, whether it's Omaha or St. Louis, um, and see where we're at. And, and hopefully, uh, Hopefully we'll get some good news moving forward, but we felt like everything went well, and uh, good to see, good to see some of those guys, especially Joe Carter. Uh, usually don't catch him here in Kansas City very often unless you're on a golf course, um, mm-hmm. and so to see him out, good to catch up with him last night. And of course, Gene Stevenson and Jana Hauser's name came up, so uh, you know plugging along. Uh, when I have some more information, hopefully uh, I'll be happy to give it. But if you like it, uh, you like it went well last night.
0: Good. Uh, is this total speculation to ask when there will be some clarity on this? When are they going to decide? Do you know?
8: Uh, I don't, and that was kind of the thing that got thrown on throw, thrown at us. I mean, I was doing lessons on Monday night and got I missed a ton of phone calls in the middle of lessons, and it was like, all right, uh, boom, we got they're coming in town Wednesday, which kind of threw a wrench in the works. I don't know if you know, but we won a Super Bowl and had a parade yesterday, so it's um, <laughs> yes. a little little bit of a, a scramble. Uh, with all of that going on yesterday, uh, but I just think it fit in their timeline. I don't think they were too concerned that we were having a, a Super Bowl parade. So to be able to move some things around, I was actually able to attend the parade uh, up until about 1.30 uh, or 2 o'clock yesterday. So that was pretty cool. And then uh, I hope to hear back. I know they were t- touring the Negro Leagues Museum this morning uh, and then going out of town. So maybe I can get some clarity from the, from the, the guys uh, as they saw them off today and and see what's next so um,
0: well well, best of luck i know we'll we'll be in touch so when when you when you know something we know something but uh yeah i just wanted to to get your feel on that um i don't know if we've talked about this when it comes to uh spring training in the royals um the entire squad will get together starting on monday but um forgive me if we've gone over this before but bobby witt jr playing shortstop Um, simply because he wants to play shortstop, seems like a real thing because you want to keep the the golden boy happy. But Jack uh, had run this up the flagpole, too, in that Michael Garcia might be their most prized and big league-ready prospect right now as far as position players are concerned. And he could probably or is probably better equipped to play shortstop than Bobby is. Can you foresee a, uh, a quick solution as far as, a, a, you know, okay, here's the litmus test and here's the time frame that if Bobby Witt Jr. doesn't improve analytically and uh, run saved and all that other stuff at shortstop by this particular time, it's maybe time to move him somewhere else and uh, more particularly third base?
8: I've got no problem with him playing short for now. Let's see if he can do it. Um, but I, I liked him at third base. I thought he made some strides last year at third base. And if we've got people that can handle the position, uh, you know, if not if better than him, then why wouldn't we put somebody out? I know it's a he's our uber prospect and he's our guy that we're going to build around, but we can build around him being at third base uh, just as well as we can build around him being at shortstop. I don't want to just put him there because that's that's what he wants. I mean, let's let's see the numbers and let's see the fact that he can handle that uh, day in, day out, and I would love to see Michael. And I, I actually like um, – I'm blanking on his name at, sec, at shortstop last year. I mean, I won a gold
0: glove there almost.
8: So um, I, that's Nicky? what I kind of look – yeah, I, 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 yes.
0: Nicky Lopez?
8: Yeah, I like Lopez at short. I thought he did yeah. a good job there. I mean, I don't think you're going to put him – I don't think they want him to play every day just because of his offensive numbers. But Right. um We'll see. I mean, that's a decision to be made. I don't know if Bobby's going to be the one to make that decision or if somebody's going to make that decision over him. So, I will tell. Yeah,
0: and it doesn't seem like, oh, we're not there every day, uh, but it doesn't seem like Bobby Witt is a malcontent. You know what I mean? All the reviews uh, uh, about him being a teammate and being a player and, and just being a kid seem to be great. He seems to be a sponge. He likes to learn. He loves the game. He clearly plays the game the right way because he's one of the fastest dudes in the league and he shows it all the time. Um, so if he's convinced that, hey, man, this this is not the best for the team and this is not the best for you long term, he seems like a guy that would not only be able to handle it but would embrace it, uh, judging off of his reputation, right?
8: Yeah, I think you're exactly right. I mean, I think he's going to be one of those guys who wants to do whatever he can do to help his team be better. And I think he's – you know been around enough to know if you see somebody at shortstop that can play the position better than he can, uh, then no malcontent at all. I mean, I think he, he, he's willing to, to do whatever it takes to, to make this team, uh, you know, a contender, uh, on down the road. Hopefully we get to that point.
0: Talking to Jamie Blumett, talking Royals, uh, spring training and, not full effect just yet, but pitchers and catchers down there. Uh, college baseball opening tomorrow. I'll get his thoughts on that in just a second. But uh, did you see, and if you did, what did you think of the Fran Mill Reyes signing by the Royals to a minor league deal, the former uh, commander's power hitter? I was surprised to see that he was even on the market.
8: Uh, you know what? Just before I came on the show, I was on the, I saw that we signed him. I like it. That's a zero risk. Yeah, with some juice, um, you know, and I know it's a contract, but he's going to be a non rush tonight spring training. And I didn't realize he was available either. I thought he was going to Cleveland. So, and I like it with a little bit of juice. Uh, I don't know if we've got room for another DH, but, um, yeah, it's something that he has a good training and, you know, we we can flip him for for something else I we can get a prospect and try to, you know, build up that minor league system. Uh, he and, uh, see shows any flashes in training of, of the power that we've been playing against uh, in our division you know why not zero risk with a chance for a little bit of reward
0: and that's i guess the only hang up for me uh, he's kind of a one trick pony he doesn't own a glove so he better really hit. and and if he is the uh the everyday dh he's squeezing out maybe somebody else that's a little bit younger although he's not old so good problem to have probably
8: Oh, absolutely. And just another uh, another person out there. I saw Michael Wacca signing with the Padres. I was surprised that he was on the market. I didn't know if that, I'm sure Waka was waiting to see somebody that was he was going to be a contender. I mean, getting to where he's at his career, I don't know if he would have come to Kansas City, even if we put a similar offer out there as the Padres. I'm sure he's going to want to go somewhere that's got a chance to be in the postseason sooner than later.
0: So uh, Wichita State opens with Long Beach State at historic Blair Field starting tomorrow night, opening of a three-game series. Uh, what do you think when you think of college baseball opening weekend?
8: Oh, I love it, man. I'm the, I love the picture you sent me this morning. of the old dirt bags back in the day at the College World Series and loved how a snowman, he used to be the manager of their team, head coach back in the day. I liked how those guys went about their business and played hard. Uh, just excited to get it going. I mean, it's funny because all the other schools that, you know, around here, the, the Central Missouris and the Johnson Counties and all that, they're all going because they're not yeah. Division One, So they've been playing for a little while. So it's been, you know, fun to check out box scores and see how some former students are going. Uh, and then, you know, that was a little bit of the talk last night, too, with the college baseball guys we were with last night, excited about, you know, tomorrow being opening day. So we'll all be tuning in to, to all the different you know, tournaments that are going on around the country in the warmer weather. Uh, and, and, and dreaming when we can get a chance to see and kind of looking at the schedule. And I can come see the shocks play in Lawrence against the new coaching staff up at KU as well. Uh, and, and good luck to Scooter down at Wichita State. Lauren Hibbs making his debut as the uh, head coach at Wichita State. And just and That means spring's right around the corner. I love talking, you know, pitchers and catchers report and college baseball's off and running. So an exciting time of the year.
0: Of the powers that be that you talk to in college baseball, and you have over the last month, I'm sure, um, have rules changes ever come up or changing the game in one way or the other like we've seen uh, at the big league level? uh, Has that ever kind of come off anybody's lips in talking about the college game?
8: Uh, A little bit here and there. I mean, I think we're all kind of curious about the pickoff rules and all that kind of stuff that are going on at the major league level. Uh, and there's been some talk in the minor leagues of eliminating the the lefty hang and, and read move to first base and things like oh my that. God. So, yeah, and and so that I mean from from college ball all the way down to to me working with youth. I mean that's going to fundamentally change a little bit of the way we teach the game. You know, if something like that uh, is going on. So that's that's always kind of a a conversation. Uh, going on that, that trickles all the way down to, to, you know, what you're doing with the younger kids. So, yeah, there's a little bit of that talk. Uh, I actually was talking about pitch clock the other day with Mike Boddicker. And I mean, even when you and I were at Wichita State, we did that in the Missouri Valley one year and I really liked it. Um, and it really sped up the game and we all used it in the NBC tournament. Uh, it seemed to make things go a little bit quicker. So for all the people that are against it, uh, I think you're going to see, uh, how much it does kind of just keep the pace of the game going and, I think it's going to immediately shave twenty minutes off a game, um, like it had done if you look at the numbers, you know, in Double A or, or wherever they did it last year. So uh, I'm excited to see some of the things, uh, and I'm also curious as to how they're going to work. Uh, the big, bigger bases, I don't think, that big of a deal. Yeah. No shift is going to be a little bit bigger deal, uh, and then obviously the pickoff moves and that kind of thing uh, is, is going to be interesting to try to to try to work our way through that.
0: Yeah, and Jack will probably give you some blowback on length of games. Uh, And uh, I'm not saying that you're advocating uh, just a a three-and-a-half-hour baseball game all the time. But uh, to your point about the pitch clock, I really don't see – and I was a – not to inject myself into the story here, but I worked quick and I felt like you play better if the guy pitching pitches quicker or at least not slow – And so I don't really see a drawback there, and it's all what you're used to. You know, some of these guys that are just slow as molasses, taking getting the sign, stepping off, uh, picking over, all these things are being eliminated for them, uh, taken away from them. But I think in the grand scheme of things, if if these rule changes continue, which I think they will, we're we're going down a a road that we're not going to be able to put the toothpaste back in the tube, that it will not only be a better product on the field – but I think the pitchers, if they're true to themselves and they are honest with themselves, they'll be like, yeah, actually, I'm probably a better pitcher now.
8: Well, yeah, and I think they're going to realize they probably should have been doing it all along. I mean, I love watching guys like Mark Burley and guys like that. It's like they couldn't get the ball back fast enough from the catcher, uh, and they were ready to go. I mean, that just – you and I have talked about this, and we, we I teach it and preach it to the kids about – and when you are that, you're getting the ball and you're throwing strikes, your your defense is going to play for you. Uh, they're yep. ready to go. They're engaged. Uh, they're ready to make a play for you instead of, you know, off water and looking off into the crowd and seeing <laughs> who's there watching the game. And, man, strike one and you're ready to go every single time. Uh, it just makes for going to end up making for a better product on the field.
0: Jamie, good stuff as always. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week.
8: All good luck out there in California, Shane.
0: You got it. All right, Jamie Bloom, former Royal, with a little uh, Royals talk, a little baseball talk here on a Thursday. When we come back, I'm old Jack Young, February 16th.
3: You're listening to The Shane
7: Dennis Show on ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. What do people with blindness or low vision need to live to the fullest? Just ask them. It's skill development, scientific breakthroughs, knowledge-based jobs, and the same opportunities as everyone else. When you give to Envision, whether it be your time, donations, or your engagement, you make it all possible. That's because at Envision, they don't focus on the disability, they value the ability. They choose not to envision a world without sight, but to envision a world where people who are blind or visually impaired are empowered to reach their full potential. Learn more at
2: EnvisionUS.com. When it comes to making plans for next year, it's time to think new for 22 Take advantage of the season's best pricing on model year 2022, Case IH equipment from CanEquip. Choose from Case IH seeders, tillage tools, and more. Plus five years of an AFS Connect subscription with purchase on select equipment. Visit CanEquip in Wichita and Hutchinson, your Case IH Red Zone sponsor. CanEquip, CanEquip.
1: When it comes to pellet grilling, the true heroes of the hopper savor the process as much as they savor the result. Kingsford 100% hardwood pellets can be used on any pellet grill and add bold, smoky wood flavor to any meal. No preservatives or artificial flavors, Kingsford hardwood pellets keep the temperature consistent for an even heat, so you can cook as low and slow as you want. Kingsford 100% hardwood pellets kingsford.com this is for the men who never settle the ones who miss the fairway all day
6: and still pull out the big stick the type of guys who will always prefer to be behind the grill than in front of the camera and the men who never let their friends forget about a high school nickname this is the lodge mentality
7: this is Twin Peaks.
6: Nothing makes
5: cheering on your favorite team better than Wings. Pair your at-home game day with Twin Peaks Wings. Find your favorite store at TwinPeaksRestaurant.com slash locations.
3: Hi, this is Brian Davis with Davis Liquor Outlet. And this is Blake Davis with a great deal on Michelob Ultra 24 packs, just $24.99. And don't forget about Jack Daniels Black 1.75 liters, only forty two ninety nine. Davis Liquor Outlet, each store independently owned and operated.
2: Excludes 31st Meridian
5: entrepreneurs wanted with over 25 years as a commercial real estate leader in Wichita Occidental Management is proud to support entrepreneurs in the markets we live and work. One such business is Knox Numis, a wealth management advisory group. Our business moved to our new North Rock location and they seamlessly guided us through the build out of the space. We couldn't have asked for a better partner. We are committed to providing the best value and quality to the businesses we serve. To learn more, visit OCCMGMT.com or call Call three one six two six two three 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 one.
2: woman is a mystery. A man just can't
0: understand. I'm old Jack's young. Pat, the pulse coming up next.
2: Is a touch of your hand on a country kid lately, are we? it
6: we? I think so yeah did you
0: uh? Have any thoughts on Chris Stapleton doing the anthem? I thought he was phenomenal.
6: Yeah, okay, good.
4: Must be doing something
6: right. I just heard you sigh. Uh, individual, right? Individual, yes. Yeah. Anywhere you wanna
1: go?
0: Oh boy! Oh boy! Please
1: show me the way. Uh,
0: he uh? <laughs> With this song playing, I can't think of another song that I think he sings. Be patient
6: here. Does is, is he
0: sing a song about sitting on the side of a road selling
6: turnips?
0: and the <laughs>
6: <laughs> Selling turnips.
0: Yes. And the gal drives by and he says, go down and get some of Miss Bill's sweet, sweet tea. Sweet tea. As Billy Currington. There you go.
6: Yeah. You know who is his identical twin? I, uh, I don't decide. know what he looks like, but who? Uh, the guy that sings Getting Drunk on a Plane, Dirk Bentley. Oh, Dierks they Dierks are Daly, huh? identical looking. Wow. Doppelganger. Ask, All right.
0: So apparently an abbreviated version of i um, old Jack's young since it's 150. Uh, February 16th, born day in sports history. He's 43. Ashley Lalee. Big four. Yeah. And it's a guy. It's a, it's a male. I'm surprised you have to even ask. Ashley Lei Basketball? No.
5: Uh, Four
0: Broncos receiver. Okay. Played at Hawaii. Um starting to wonder if he was in the plumber greasy era. Probably was cuz I don't I don't know that he played with with Elway, but he had a minute. Uh this guy had more than a minute. Amon Green, 46. Football. Yes. Packer. Eric Burns, forty seven. Baseball. Yes. A's Diamondbacks. Jerome Bettis, fifty one. Football. What do you equate him with? What's well, the first thing that pops in your head? The bus. Do you remember him being part of uh, the overtime coin flip Thanksgiving game?
6: Oh, yeah. Now I do. Or yes.
0: Phil Luckett screwed it up or misheard him. Yeah. John McEnroe, 64. Tennis. <laughs> Cannot be serious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tricky one. Kelly trapuca 64, same age as John McEnroe. Kelly Trapuca. Tennis? No. Basketball player. Okay. Former NBA All Star from a couple of Utah Jazz teams, I think. Went to Notre Dame. Uh, deaths in Sport. February 16th. Oh. Gary Carter. Baseball. On this day 2012. What did you say? Baseball. Yes. Former Met. Former Expo. Also, uh, Born Day. I skipped over him. So let's uh, rewind here. I thought I saw it earlier today. Uh, Keith Gretzky.
6: Uh,
0: Hockey? Yes, it's his brother. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. He uh, played hockey, uh, had uh, not quite the same amount of success that his brother did, but, yes, it's Keith Gretzky's birthday today. So what do you... uh, What do you remember about Tim McCarver since he checked out today at 81?
6: I mean, obviously never really watched him play, but I mean, with me as a guru of baseball, I consider myself a guru even of old baseball and watching an LB network. I've seen some great film on him, but I mean, I think I would go down as one of the better players of. I guess what? How about spending can... over half of your life in the big leagues, either playing
0: or that broadcasting. to me, yeah,
6: that to me is is about as wild as it can be when you think about just growing up as a human being and yeah. spending that long in baseball. I mean, twenty one years. I mean, and also to do it too, like bouncing around a lot of your life, mm-hmm. St. Louis, Philly, Boston, like it's wild to think about to play in nineteen fifty nine and also nineteen eighty. Yep. To play in, how many would that be? One, two, three, four decades? Four
0: decades, yeah. yeah.
6: Yeah, that's something.
0: And then he was a broadcaster for 20 more and was the, I don't know, the pride of, everybody says that, the pride of wherever he was from. He was born in Memphis and uh, the stadium back when the 80s and 90s. The double-A ballpark is uh, Tim McCarver Stadium. Uh, back when Bo Jackson made his debut with the Memphis Chicks, Tim McCarver Stadium. So RIP to uh Tim McCarver, who's left us at the age of 81. For Jack, I'm Shane. Thanks for listening. Stick around. The Pulse is next. Have a great Thursday, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow.